You're not in this story. Yeah, well, we're making it up as we go. Hello and welcome to Making It Up As We Go, a Destiel fan fiction anthology podcast. We're making it up as we go. I'm your host and reader, Nerdy Nerdenstein. The story is ours now. You can't have it back. Please be warned that the stories featured can and will contain explicit sexual content and is not intended for young audiences. Today I'll be reading Rainbows and Rainbows by All My Stars. The rating for this fic is teen and up. The pertinent tags for this fic include AU Modern Setting, Gay Pride, Pride Parades, Gay Castiel, Bisexual Dean Winchester, Coming Out, Christian Castiel, Homophobia, First Kiss, Miscommunication. Full of rainbows, got a heart full of rainbows and rainbows, written by all my stars, read for you by Nerdy Nerdenstein. Summary: Six months after being kicked from his home, barred from his church, and disowned by his parents for his sexuality, Castiel Novak finds himself struggling to get ready for his first pride parade. He'll get by, though, with a little help from his bi-explosion cowboy best friend. And his rainbow, of course. Castiel should ask the Google. He should leave Dean alone, even if this is his idea, but... But Dean's done so much for him already. He shouldn't have to dress him, too. Castiel sighs, staring into his mostly empty closet like it might just spit out the answer in a heap of fabric. A pride parade. Castiel's heard of them, of course. But to be caught dead within a ten-mile radius of one is an excommunicational offense. For a Novak, at least. But that was before. He should use the Google. He should. But that's just another thing on the long list of things he's never done before. All of the answers you need are in the holy book, Father would say. What else could you possibly want to know, would be Mother's version. And his God, what would he say? She? They? So many things to learn, and only the pride-themed Google logo standing in his way. Castiel snaps Dean's laptop shut. He needs to get one for himself, but... What's up, Cass? Castiel clutches his phone. The phone Dean bought for him the day after Castiel called him from a payphone 
shivering in the rain, too cold to understand, and takes a breath. Hello, Dean, he says, a smile touching his lips at the smoke-rough sound of his best friend's voice. I've been attempting the Google. Just Google, buddy. No need for extra words. Castiel ignores him, but I thought your opinion would be more helpful. He clears his throat, nerves buzzing like bumblebees in his veins. The Google says people tend to wear flashy colors to the pride. Or they dress rather provocatively. I'm not comfortable with that, as you know. Oh, fuck. There's a sound like clanking metal on the other end. Then Dean's voice shouting garbled instructions before he's back on the line. Cass, buddy, I gotta go. Just wear rainbow. The line cuts out. Something rainbow? I don't own anything. A smile curves his lips as he tosses the phone aside and hurries for Dean's spare bedroom, his room. Will he ever get used to that? He has just the thing, and he can't wait for Dean to see it. Kiss me extra tender, hold me extra tight, cause I'm saving your sweetness for a lonely Dean tears through Charlie's front door like a bat out of hell. Or, well, a mechanic out of the hellhole of his shop. He's sweaty and covered an engine out, and there's only about an hour to get ready before they're late. He'd decided the night before that he'd head to Charlie's after work, since it cuts his commute by half, and is only the next street over from the big event. That's what he'd told Cass, anyway. And Charlie though he suspects she knows the other reason. The real reason. No matter how hard Dean tries, there's no hiding his attraction to Cass from anyone except the man himself. Charlie called him on it two minutes after he introduced her to Cass, and he couldn't even make it through a half-decent lie without his face burning in a guilty flush. It had almost been a relief when Castiel had told him he's gay. But it wasn't, because even now... The thought of what drove Castiel to that payphone all those months ago boils his blood. Hey, Seacrest, Charlie calls, popping her head out from around her bedroom door. Bathroom's all yours. Dean salutes her, kicking off his boots on the fuck-off welcome mat, before trudging through her decked-out gamer's living room, computer screens illuminating his skin in a cool blue as he strips his way across the space. Dean jumps, head snapping up to find a pixelated man wolf-whistling from one of four computer screens. Charlie, he snaps, pulling his jumpsuit back over his shoulders as his cheeks flush. But the guy is kind of cute. Not cast cute, but cute. Sorry, forgot Aaron was here. Say hello, Aaron. Hello, Aaron says, giving Dean the once-over, and it should make him uncomfortable. It would any other day. But this is Pride Day, Dean, baby, and he's feeling all kinds of good right now. He shoots the man a wink and disappears into the bathroom. No more teardrops Now that I've found a love so true I've got a pocket full of rainbows Got an arm full of love 
Dean drags his fingers through the pink, purple, and blue face paint Charlie had set out for him, swiping horizontal lines on both cheeks before cleaning his fingers off by pushing them through his hair. There, he thinks, grinning at his reflection. He looks fucking hot, if he does say so himself. It took him a long time to get to this point, but he wears his colors with, well, pride. That angry, closeted teenager is nothing but a memory, a ghost, dead and gone not long after his dad. But thinking about his dad makes him think about Cass, and thinking about Cass has him thinking about the lost look in his eyes when Dean had pulled up to the rain-soaked curb Castiel had called him from. Thinking about his shaking hands, clutching what few belongings he could carry, tears hidden by the rain, but showing in his puffy eyes. Castiel has his ghosts, and maybe this won't fix him. In fact, Dean knows it won't, but maybe it's a start. He pulls his custom-made bi-pride cowboy hat low on his brow, makes sure the knot of his bandana is tight around his neck, and undoes the buttons of his matching sleeveless flannel. His cowboy boots are by the door, waiting far more patiently than Dean is to put them on. He'd ordered the custom outfit from a local vendor at last year's parade, working with the man to fine-tune his specifications, and he hadn't been disappointed. Garth is magic behind a sewing machine, and a good friend to boot, so he'd been able to whip Dean's order up just in time for this year's festivities. Let's go! Charlie shouts from the door, one hand on the knob, already halfway in the hall, her thigh-high leather-booted foot holding the door open. Pride doesn't wait for nobody, baby, you know that. Still, Dean stops, pulling his phone from his ass-hugging jeans for one last check. He hasn't heard from Cass all afternoon, not since he called asking about an outfit, and some part of him worries that his best friend might not show up at all. The thought sinks like a stone in his stomach, because he's finding that, even though he knows it'll be good for Cass to join the community, it's also good for Dean. To have his best friend the man he's been pining after for most of their lives, there with him, supporting him, and being supported by him, is all he's ever wanted, and everything he never thought he could have until that thundering Thursday night six months ago. Castiel's voice, tinny in the shitty payphone, shaking from the cold, rings in his ears as he and Charlie make their way to the subway among a swell of other paraders. I'm gay, Dean. I like men, and I have nowhere to go. I don't... I don't know what to do. Come to me, Dean had said, like there was no other option. Come to me. I'll take care of you. It's what he had wanted to say, but the words that had actually come out of his mouth were more along the lines of, I've got PB&J and you can put your stuff in the spare room. For how long? Forever. For as long as you need. He's supposed to meet us by the fountain, Dean tells Charlie, craning his neck to see past the jostling crowd to where the street meets in the middle. The normally dull, stone figure at its center is covered in streamers and glitter of every color and shine. This is where the parade will start, and the flash and pop of every color of the rainbow in every direction he looks 
is evidence of that. The energy of the people and the music pulses, the heat of the community all coming together, and the vibrations meet in the middle, right at the center of Dean's body. It's an electric buzz, shaking him up from head to toe. Nerves mix with excitement until his teeth are chattering and he doesn't know what to do with his hands. Where are you, Cass? Dean, Charlie says, nudging his arm. He ignores her. Dean! What? He shoots her a glare, but she's not looking at him. Instead, she points, something excited in her eyes. And Dean follows her finger to... (laughs) No fucking way. Dean laughs, a bark of mirth he can't contain, because of course Castiel would take his words literally. He shakes his head as fondness creeps into his heart. God, I love that man. Yeah, no shit, Charlie says, rolling her eyes. And did he just say that out loud? Oh, he did. He fucking did. And now there's heat rising in his cheeks and, oh, God, he's blushing. Fuck off, Dean grumbles under his breath before pushing through the crowd to get to Castiel's side. He looks like he's about to crumble into a quivering mess on the sidewalk by the time Dean gets to his side. Nerves so clear in his face that Dean's heart aches to comfort him. But when their eyes catch and hold, a smile starts at the corners of Castiel's lips. He steps forward, pulled in, and Dean goes right to him, his own beaming grin making him feel all the more like a fool in love. Rainbow, Cass? Really? Dean glances down at the fucking raindrop bow tie tied neatly around his best friend's neck. The crisp, white button-down hugs Castiel's broad shoulders like a glove, tapering down at his waist in a way that has Dean's hands itching to touch. It comes with a waistcoat, but I thought that would be a bit much. Though, now that I'm here, I can see that this isn't what you meant. Castiel trails off as he looks around, biting his lower lip, as those big blue eyes go wide. Fuck, Dean wants to do that. I've got just the thing, Dean says, trying to distract himself from the buzz of attraction zipping through him. He pulls Castiel off the street, but not before catching Charlie's eye in the crowd, over by the dikes on bikes. Figures she's been trying to get with the group organizer Dorothy for months. Dean slides his Dicks and Chicks backpack off his shoulders, digging through its contents before pulling out a pair of snazzy white sneakers with rainbow stripes. Here, he says, handing them to Castiel without looking up. Better for walking in. Walking, I wasn't aware. It's a parade, dummy. Of course there's walking. Huh, Castiel says, nodding as if it makes perfect sense. He slips out of his leather loafers and pulls the new pair on acting casual and unruffled as always. But Dean catches the little wiggle he gives his toes, the pleased grin at the corners of his lips. Thank you. Come here. He pulls out Charlie's face paint, tugging Castiel closer by the collar of his shirt, and gives him a bit of color. Red, orange, and yellow on one cheek in three horizontal lines, and green, blue, and purple on the other, just the same. Like he did with himself, he cleans his fingers in Castiel's hair, 
his heart jumping into his throat as the soft locks of dark brown hair run between his fingers. A shiver trembles through him as he steps away. I, uh... Dean pauses, because his other gift isn't just a pair of sneakers, and he's not sure how Cass will take it. I got you something else. Oh? Castiel leans closer, curiosity bleeding through his hesitance. Dean can't look at him, so he doesn't, taking his time digging through his bag for the specialty gift he had Garth do last minute. It had cost him big with such short notice, but Castiel is worth it. He only hopes he hasn't fucked up big time by trying to help. Here, he says, thrusting the package at Castiel without so much as a glance before busying himself with reorganizing his backpack as he waits for a reaction. He hears the crinkle of the plastic wrapping, the whoosh of an unraveling flag, and then Castiel's gasp. His heart skips, pounds, stutters to a stop when nothing follows. When Dean finally gathers the courage to straighten up <laughs> and face Castiel, he finds the other man standing stock still, the brand new rainbow pride flag held out in front of him, with tears shining in his baby blue eyes. Dean, I... You don't have to keep it if you don't want. I just thought, since you're new to all this, and probably don't have one, that you might want something to hang up, you know, in your room, or the living room, or wherever you want. No, I, I know what you thought. Castiel says, interrupting him mid-ramble. He's always been good at that, guessing Dean's intentions. I love it. To prove his point, he wraps the flag around his shoulders, holding it close like his own personal coat of arms. The words embroidered in the thick fabric, a reminder and a challenge to all who see it, reads, God loves all his children. Got a pocket full of rainbows And an arm full of you Castiel could cry. The tears are there, welling in his eyes as they walk along the crowded streets. He could, but he's done enough crying. And besides, these are happy tears. They don't need to be shed. Dean bought me a flag. He can't possibly know how much it means to Castiel how he's wanted one for years, but has never had the courage to walk into a store and buy one for himself. And the words. His religion, tangled in with his identity in a way that has never been allowed before, does something to him he can't explain. How can he be Christian and gay? How can he worship a God that supposedly hates him? This is how. Because God loves all his children, something his parents and congregation seem to have forgotten. Now, though, with Dean by his side, and Charlie there, too, along with about 200,000 others, Castiel can feel it. Community. There are others like him. Clubs and bars and stores and politicians. Musicians and teachers and grocery store clerks. There's Kaya and Claire from the bakery down the street from his parents' house. 
There's Jesse and Cesar from the shooting range Dean took him to that one time after a church luncheon. There's Garth, who's been around Dean's apartment more times than he can count. There are churches, and Castiel could cry. For the first time since that night in January, when his parents tossed his things out on the lawn, and him right behind, he feels hope. He feels joy. Because maybe there's a place for him somewhere in all of this, and maybe it's right here, beside Dean. Dean, who looks good enough to eat in all that pink, purple, and blue. Dean, with his shirt wide open, showing off his working muscle. And Castiel could just run his hands all over. Maybe you can find yourself a hookup tonight, Dean is saying. And no, that's not what he wants. Not at all. No. Castiel says, shaking his head with more conviction than he probably should. Oh, really? Come on, Cass, Dean grins, dancing away before moving back in, closer this time. It's the church thing, isn't it? Saving yourself for marriage? Dean cocks his head to one side, grinning like the adorable idiot he is, and Castiel finds that he can't tell him anything but the truth. No, I just... I don't want someone random is all. He jerks his shoulders in an awkward shrug, refusing to meet Dean's gaze. What, so you're telling me you wouldn't just... Dean pulls him to a stop, turning so they're facing each other, hands holding his shirt collar. If you think someone's hot, and you think they are too? Dean jerks him closer, and Castiel's breath hitches, pleasure arcing through him. God, they're so close chest to chest, hips to hips. You wouldn't just say shut up and kiss me and then just kiss them? Breath on his lips, Dean's two long lashes fluttering. Castiel sways. Dean pulls away. He won't look at Cass, won't let him see his face, and maybe it's embarrassment coloring his cheeks because there's no way Dean, his best friend since the first grade, has a crush on him right? The thought sends a swarm of butterflies through him, because Dean's the reason for all of this. He's the reason Castiel even started questioning his sexuality in the first place. All those long nights wondering why none of the popular girls interested him. Longer nights trying to place the sick feeling in his stomach whenever Dean went out with the popular girls. Longest nights, and the guilt after cold showers turned hot when it didn't do the job, thinking of Dean with his hand wrapped around his... Dean wraps a hand around his wrist, gives it a tug, pulls him around, and points as Castiel's heart stutters. Look at that, he says, and Castiel does as he's told. There's a stage set up in a roundabout just off the main parade, a microphone in the middle, and a lineup of shifting, fumbling people off to one side. People Castiel's age, some younger, some older, but not by much. What is it? Castiel asks, cocking his head to one side as he steps closer. It's the closet door. Castiel grimaces, and Dean laughs. You get up on stage, and you declare your sexuality, or gender identity, or whatever else. You come out of the closet. Simple as that. That's how Charlie did it. He shrugs, watching the people take their turn at the mic, watches the crowd cheer, before he turns to move on. 
Castiel doesn't follow, stuck to the pavement as a fresh tide of want flows through him. But does he? Does he want to declare his sexuality for everyone to hear? What if someone he knows is here? What if someone from his church finds out? And what if they do? The thought has Castiel stopping in his tracks. What if they do? Who is he kidding? They already know. His parents would waste no time declaring it and disowning him as the devil's progeny. There's no hiding the fact that they kicked him out. So what does he have to lose? Dean stops beside him, watching, and Castiel can't help but think, What do I have to gain? Because Dean won't stop looking at him like that. Like he can offer Castiel the one thing he never knew he could have. So he steps toward the stage, and he just keeps taking them until he's in line. Until it's his turn. Until he's right in front of the mic, staring down at the first person who's ever believed in him. The first person to love him just as he is. Come to me. Heart in his throat and nerves quaking inside him, Castiel takes a deep, steadying breath as the crowd quiets to hear him speak. My name is Castiel Novak, son of Pastor Charles Novak, he says, the name stirring something in the crowd as he knew it would. His voice trembles, shakes, and shivers, but he presses on, feeling something loosen in his chest as he speaks his truth. And I'm fucking gay. The crowd explodes, music pulsing along with the adrenaline in Castiel's veins. He jumps down from the stage, feeling like he could conquer the world, and heads right for Dean, his bi-explosion cowboy, who's got a smile that lights up the rainbow-colored world. What the fuck, Cass? You're awesome. Shut up and kiss me, Castiel says and grabs his flannel in tight fists, hauling Dean's lips to his, because he wants to. Because he can. The end. Thank you all so much for listening. This was the last of the Destiel Pride pod fix that I've done for the month of June. And I've had such a great time doing them, and I'm getting such good feedback. I loved doing a month of... A certain theme so let's see coming up next I'm actually in the middle of writing a fic well I'm almost done writing a fic and I'll be finishing the pod fic on that soon so I'll post it pretty much directly after the text posts so that'll be fun and then I have a couple other recorded and I'll have to start reading again searching for some more to do This has been so much fun, you guys. Thank you so much for all the feedback and love that everyone gives me. Sharing something on Twitter or Tumblr. I'm on Tumblr now. Um, Or giving me a kudos or a comment. Like, it's just super... It's like a big warm hug. So I really appreciate it. Thanks again. Ooh! Dean jumps, head snapping. That's a dumb sound. Nerves mix with excitement until his teeth are chattering and he doesn't know what to do with his hands. Nerves mixed with...
Nerves mixed with the... <laughs> Nerves mixed with the... <laughs> There's Jesse and Cesar from the shooting range. Dean... There's Jesse and Cesar from the shooting range. Dean took him to that one... Nope. There's Jesse and Cesar from the shooting range. Dean took him to that one time after the church... <laughs> There's Jesse and Cesar from the shooting range. There's Jesse and Cesar from the shooting range. Dean took him to that one time after a church luncheon. Thank you so much for your support. I can be contacted on Twitter, Tumblr, or at makingitupaswegopod at gmail.com. If you are able, please go to the author's AO3 story and give comments and kudos to them for sharing this with us. The link is in the show notes. This will also be posted on AO3 as a podfic under my username, and the link will be in the show notes as well. As always, thank you so much for listening.